Hello and welcome to another instalment of our occasional podcast called I Wish I Hadn't. I'm Dave Hill. And I'm John Wyatt. As you can tell from our names, David and Jonathan, we were born in the 1950s, so we've had many years to accumulate embarrassing moments which we now feel happy to share. The dictionary defines regret as a sorrowful remembrance, a sense of loss. But we're not in the business of sorrow and loss here. We're dealing with those things in life that we might wish had been otherwise, but which we're now prepared to own up to. To recall those ill-advised purchases, the awkward social gaffes, the mechanical mayhem and painful misadventures scattered liberally throughout our lives. Okay, so today we attempt to mute some of those hideous noises we've been subjected to in our past. Indeed. It's uh, today the subject or the topic is oral, spelt with an A-U at the beginning, not an O. Uh, led to some hilarity when we were discussing it. I seem to recall that uh, we were going to start with oral, which is yeah. probably uh, a, a good uh, place to start. Through our ears. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, of course, I mean, you know, we are both big music fans, Dave. Absolutely. Um, but um, one of the things that uh, I think, um, things that I wish I had never heard was mm-hmm. the of my dog, my first dog, having his anal glands expressed. <laughs> <laughs> because he was a very smelly dog. And yes. I took him to the vet. And so he, he was put on a table and I stood at his head end and the vet went round to his rear end and the dog was sort of looking <laughs> over his shoulder suspiciously. And the vet put on <laughs> some gloves, lifted his tail and the dog's eyes started to bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and then as the finger went in, the poor animal let out this hideous scream. <laughs> it was, you know, as if he was just being killed rather than... <laughs> or I, and I wish I could expunge that from my memory. The from your memory. But of course it made him a lot more pleasant to live with after that. Well, yes. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, it, it's interesting that you sort of went straight for something like that because when we, when we thought about uh, things that we'd heard, my my uh, immediate thoughts went to different recordings that I've purchased in the past and and regretted tremendously afterwards. Oh um, God, yes. I think I think the thing is that you know when we were growing up, you didn't have the opportunity to to listen to snatches of things that might and think, oh, um, I'll, I'll listen to something on on say Spotify or something and listen to various tracks and think, yes, that would be a good idea. You usually had to go on maybe one thing that you'd heard very briefly. Yeah, um, and you bought the album and uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the, most, the one I always come back to is I I heard on on the radio. I think I heard a a, a great track called. Uh, Dance with Me by Orleans, oh, yes, so. very sort of West Coast Eagles type uh, recording, and I thought that's really good. I must go out well. to Virgin Records and buy the album because it's obviously going to be fantastic. And mm. I did, you know, my hard-earned cash went onto uh, a copy of Orleans, and I brought it home and put it on my stereo system. And I think the opening track was Dance with Me. Fantastic! Here we go, and that's then. Right. Uh, it was followed by a load of complete and utter toss, basically, uh, which I played once and yep. uh, never, never listened to again. 
while we're on the subject of this day, could I just remind you about you buying the Steppenwolf album? <laughs> oh, yes. The Steppenwolf album. Now, there was a great the album. story of that one. Steppenwolf we Live. Steppenwolf Live. We were coming back from, a, I seem to recall, a, uh, our our um, hitching round Cornwall youth hustling right. trip, weren't we? And we were at Exeter bus station. Yeah. and uh, Or we were going to Exeter bus station, and there was a record shop. And I went in, well, we all went in and looked at various things. And I had some money left from our our, uh, our jaunt and uh, picked up this cover with a, a fantastic, uh, sort of, I think it was like a, a wolf's head on the front, Ooh, if I remember. Like, yeah. Yeah, a very exactly. angry-looking wolf, and it, it had in great letters emblazoned across it, Steppenwolf Live. And I thought, great. I love Born to be Wild. I pusher. I've heard all of those. Hearing yeah. them live is going to be fantastic. So I, I've duly parted with my money and uh, and purchased the, the album. Uh, and then we went home on the bus. We, uh, we, we, we the rear of the bus, yeah. The rear of the bus. Took, took you know, looked at the album cover a few times. Thought, this is going to be great. There's some great tracks on here. Recognised most of these. Um, and some new ones. Got it home and uh, took the record out of the, out of the cover. Took it out of the sleeve. And there was the legend... Mrs. Mills, party time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. How we love. <laughs> Which, because getting, getting to Exeter in those days wasn't that easy anyway, was it really? No, no. doubt you had to persuade your dad to drive you down there. And I uh, did, yeah. And in fact, in fact, I wasn't able to take it back for quite some time because we weren't going to Exeter. We, I did, I have to say, I did finally manage to to go back with it and, and present it to because surprisingly the the record inside that sleeve the, the mrs mills party time hadn't actually been played um I, I didn't actually put it on and play it to see if it was just a misprint it was in fact that's it you know no, there's no way so did you actually put it on your deck and play it and think no. well actually this isn't bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in the mood for a party. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't know Mrs. Mills, go and Spotify her now. Because Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Life, exactly what the difference is between Mrs. Mills and Steppenwolf. It's, it's not <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. yeah. In fact, if I, if I remember many, many years later, wasn't it, that uh, our friends came and, uh, and had managed to track down in a sort of a second-hand um, charity shop for about 50p a, a mm -hmm. copy of mrs mills party time which they then presented me with they, they said they thought i must be missing it you know but, uh, yeah. yeah oh well yeah what, what a classic yeah we enjoyed <laughs> that one i'm, I'm gonna say one of the things i wish i hadn't done was waste a lot of time talking about music waste a lot of time in my life trying to appreciate classical music i just right. I just don't get it. Um, yeah. I've, I've tried quite hard and uh, I'd sort of sit down, try and listen to it, and then I just get bored and wander off and, and do something else. So, um, I, I, you know, those all those hours that I that I lost trying thinking, I kind of it was, you know, a bit Philistine of me not to appreciate classical music. So I, yeah. I spend some serious effort trying to and, and I, I never will. You know, that's beyond well, me. I mean, it's interesting because I, I, you know, we do share a lot of musical tastes, but I, there is quite a lot of classical music I do like. I mean, it, in a way, I suppose it's the sort of the, the well-known bits, the bits you hear on adverts sometimes, and and the bits you think, oh, I know this, and then I've heard various various sort of bits of um, not whole 
classical pieces, yeah, but certain parts of it. But, 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 you know, generally speaking, I, I, you know, I, I've always been a, a rock um, folk, you know, yeah. what, you know, much more contemporary, you know, music, music with a beat, I suppose. Yeah. Um, can I just remind you of, of, of another experience that we shared, which I think mm. we will probably both regret, which was sitting in a hall in Bridport, um, watching a concert and trying very hard to suppress laughter because one of the singers was singing so consistently out of tune. And it, it was actually quite painful trying to stop ourselves from laughing. And we didn't dare look at one another because it was you, me and Jackie, I think. Um, would, this be, would this be the, the rendition of Bally High by any chance? certainly was in the lyric in Bridport. Yeah. I, I remember it well because I can remember sitting there and the, the sort of the accompaniment started and then suddenly this voice went <laughs> and it really was a case that we can't possibly catch each other's eye now because we would just burst out and, and cry well, with laughter. You didn't seem to be appreciating it but you and I, I, I just I, was, I had my head in my hand, I was holding my stomach because I was just trying to stop laughing out loud it's so <laughs> difficult if you try and suppress a laugh oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was painful wasn't it really? Oh, it, was, it was horrendous, it really was Yeah, mm. and it, I mean it was, having, having been in um, various concerts with the, the music that I've taken part in whenever there's um uh you know if, if there are shows then the, usually the people who are reasonably accomplished can get the parts and do the songs um yeah when there's a concert many societies um attempt to encourage the the ones who don't normally get parts by yeah. giving them a solo and yeah the trouble is by doing that they often just prove why that person doesn't get a part normally they audition for it, hopefully, and they're never going to get anything. So they're given a song in a concert, and some of the stuff that uh, that you hear, well, as in as we did there, is just phenomenally poor. And uh, and you know why they're they're not doing parts in shows. You know? do, they, do they don't get the part, presumably? Then, or do you just no, sort no, of? No. They, they don't normally. They're, they're the people who who have auditioned for parts and don't get them normally, and and you know yeah. why because. They can't do it basically, and it's, yeah. and uh, and you wouldn't possibly uh, subject a, a, a no, the normal audience to, to that sort of uh, performance. Yeah. <laughs> I know, no, I know. Um, and I, I've got another one, Dave, that actually involves mm. you, and and I think you might wish that that that. that you hadn't been involved in this one because mm. it, it takes us back to when we were about twelve years old, thirteen yeah. years, and in assembly at school, um, and. I, for some reason, had um, developed under my nose a very, very small wart, uh, <laughs> which, I, which I didn't think was, was visible to anybody, nice. as you don't particularly, you know. Um, and I came into assembly this day and we stood together because you didn't sit in assembly, did you? We stood yeah. together and you looked at me because, you know, we just just arrived at school and you sang um, a short refrain um, from My Fair Lady. You, you sang... I've grown accustomed to your wart. <laughs> I completely forgotten that. Well, I, I just remind you because <laughs> I was mortified. <laughs> and I suppose I, I could say I wish I hadn't heard that. You probably wish you hadn't sung it. I mean, thinking back now, I it, do was, now. it was funny. Um, <laughs> 
and this wart just disappeared in time as they do. It was very small, but, yeah. but you know, it was. It, I, you know, the fact that you actually put it into song was kind of nice and touching. I thought. Um, when you when you say it was it was quite small, John, it kind of been that small. My eyesight wasn't that good. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maybe just because we was we were standing close to one, we were quite <laughs> friends. You probably had a fair bit of time to study my nose and my walk, but uh, so there you go. You know, I just thought I'd remind you of that one. Oh, that yeah, that, I, I'm I'm pleased to be reminded of that because it it seems to it, it's completely slipped my mind. <laughs> well, yeah, good. <laughs> it's the best place for it to be. But I'm, I've never forgotten it. You know, it's always the trauma of that day that stayed with me all these years. And we're still friends. You know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. as if I turned my back and stomped out of assembly. Never speak to me again. Never sing to me again. <laughs> never sing to me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, I know this isn't completely to do with our, I suppose it is in a way, but talking of school assemblies, one of the... Uh, one of my enduring memories is of um, the only time I was ever sent out of assembly at school. Oh, yeah. And, and we were standing together. Yeah. You may, you may or may not remember this, but I remember I was uh, noted because in those days, they often the chair of governors used to come and sit on the stage with the head uh, and, from time to time and, and would sit and sometimes would address the school um, about something or other. Um, and I can't remember what it was, but we we both noted that uh, he'd obviously not checked carefully when he got dressed that morning because he had a very smart suit on, but completely mm. odd coloured socks. Uh, in, in the days before, that was a fashionable thing to do. Yeah, and, I, and I I pointed it out to you, and we laughed and we sniggered about it. I said, "Oh, look, he's got he's got odd coloured socks on." And the head mm. of girls' PE, no names, no patrol, spotted no, I remember her well. And yes. And came across and hoiked me out of assembly and told me to go out stand stand outside the door, um, which I did. Um, mm -hmm. I'd never been sent out before, and uh, and then of course you you were there when assembly finished. You had to stand outside, and the the the, the assembled staff, the, the teachers, would all one by one come out, and some would give people a, a telling off or they would tut at them or, or something mm. that, to show their displeasure. And, mm. um, and as I stood there, I'd never been sent out before, and each teacher who came past me stopped and said, are you feeling okay now, David? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, I said, yeah, yeah, yes, I am. Thank you very much. Oh, that's good to hear. And there must have been about ten of them all did this as they went past. But the mm. only one who didn't do it was the person who'd sent me out. Who came and tore me off a strip for daring to talk in assembly. But I remember thinking, I got away with that, all right, because <laughs> everyone, everyone thought I was ill. <laughs> Interesting that you got blamed and I didn't. You know, you got hoiked out of assembly and I didn't. Maybe I, I just laughed in a quieter manner than. I you. think that would have been it, John. I think you would have hidden your laughter a little bit better than i did at the time yeah, yeah. well thank thank goodness for that practice because when we were in the lyric that time listening to bally hot you know, <laughs> hiding our laughter was a good thing to do <laughs> yeah. oh, oh dear, dear, dear yeah i mean yeah just to, briefly going back to, to records the, the only other one I, I ever recall buying as a, as a huge disappointment was um for i'd, I'd bought um the first focus LP, which I thought was excellent and yep. played a lot, 
didn't get the second one, but then the, the third one came out, Focus 3, which is a double album, you know, in those days, double album. And mm -hmm. um, and again, I remember getting that home. This time, the records were actually in the, the covers. It was the actual ones. And I put on side one, track one, and I played that. And I thought, as you do, hmm, um, not really sure. Um, and then I played another track and thought, well, this isn't much better. Mm. I got halfway through the third track on this first part of it um, and lifted the needle off and didn't play the rest of it ever. Right. In that fact, I, album syndrome. Yeah. I, indeed. In fact, I think I still have it, and it's probably as pristine as it was when I bought it because mm. I remember thinking, basically, this is rubbish. <laughs> I'm sure we've all bought albums based on reviews. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and you just play them and you think, you know, where was this review coming from? You know, I, I've got, got records in my past that I bought, you know, because they were praised and I just get them home and I think, no, nah, definitely not. You know, it's just, <laughs> you know, now, now we are so much better off. As you say, you can listen to them on Spotify and, and I think, yeah, yeah, meh, yeah um, you know, so, um, yeah, we are luckier nowadays, but. Um, Every, everyone, I mean, we, we always, you know, there was that thing of, uh, you know, you sort of take various records in school to show that you had it and how cool you were and things like that. Um, and of course, yeah. someone actually said, that, I heard someone say the other day, today, these days, we've all got the same record collection because mm. we, we can we can we can get them from from any of the the streaming sites and so you know you don't have to purchase it you don't even have to borrow it from someone you can just play a bit of it and think i like this i'll hear the rest of it or you can just switch to something else but i think generally you know I, i'd say i've always had more hits than misses on on things that i've absolutely bought. yeah yeah um i've not i've not had that many disastrous ones which no. you know no. stuck to the back of the cupboard and never were you ever them. were you ever um dragged along to any any concerts that you absolutely regretted going to see and, and thought god when is when is this going to finish um yes I, I think that's that's quite interesting isn't it really because i mean the, the the most classic example of that was a friend who um was trying to nail a girlfriend um <laughs> and accompanied her to a krista berg concert all right okay absolutely hated it <laughs> and it didn't work um and really, it's rather like, um, you know, a, a story about you and, and your your experience, um, you know, in uh, uh, social embarrassment. He actually mm. went to another Christopher concert with her. Um, and I still so, so going twice just compounds it. But it does. Yeah. I, I used to go and see bands, you know, with 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 um, people I was in relationship with and, and uh, not you know really you were going along just to keep them happy mm. but it's, you know the same thing works you probably took you know girlfriends along to to concerts that you wanted to see and they hated maybe well um, um I, I think that side of it is definitely true i don't think i ever particularly went to any that i didn't like because um i didn't go to that that many really i think um a lot of the ones i went to in, in birmingham i i i'd, I'd Paid a bit of money for. I couldn't afford to go to that many, and and so I was almost like determined to enjoy them. But I'm sure that uh, many of the ones that I took girls along to, they weren't really what we used to think of as, as girls' music in those days. And it was a case of uh, you know, yeah, I'll come along. But um, and then of course you you realise <laughs> after about uh, three quarters of an hour when you're standing watching or listening to something, and you realise that the person you're with is is glancing at their watch 
surreptitiously, yeah. wondering yeah. how much longer this is going to go on. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember in those days that you used to wake up the next morning and your ears would still be ringing? That was oh. horrible. Yes. I wish I yeah. had that experience numerous occasions. I mean, you said you didn't go to many concerts. I, I was looking back through some diaries recently. When I was in, in London as a student, I was going to see, you know, bands, in often in pubs because it was the era of, of pub rock. Yeah. Three times a week. I think I think you were very lucky in that respect because of where you were, you could do that. Where I was, um, yeah. it was there were it was very limited. I I'd, I'd have to go uh, certainly as when I was a student, I'd have to go on on the bus or the train to Birmingham to see things, which I couldn't really afford to do very often. Whereas I mean, you you had the tube and buses around to be able to just get, get all those places easily. From Jackie, you know, she'd say, um, you know, here's a ticket for the marquee tonight, or a ticket yeah. for you know, um, the rainbow or something or other, and you just, just go along, see somebody that you probably never even heard of before. Mm. And, um, but, yeah, you know, so I guess we were lucky in that. Um, yeah. But, you know, you, you don't turn your nose up at a free, free, you know, thing. But, I mean, I, I can think of some terrible concerts I've seen too, you know, ones that I, I mean, I, I went to see David Bowie and, and that was that was awful. Earl's Court, um, mm. you know. I mean, it was more entertaining looking at all the people dressed up like David Bowie than yeah. it was because you couldn't hear couldn't hear the music at all. It, the sound system was appalling. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and of course, you and I have had the experience of of going to see an artist uh, who we won't name, uh, which was probably amongst the very what? best concerts we ever saw in our yeah. life, yeah. and going to see him again. Which was probably one of the worst. The worst. One of, I, I'd put it up there as the worst, I think. I mean, I think it was yeah, just I dreadful. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big, big disappointment. But then, you know, that's what you got with him, you know. I mean, you know, so, you know, sorry, Todd. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid, I'm afraid it was appalling, yeah. Yeah. So there's an awful lot of oral history to unpack in our past, isn't there? Because we oh, yeah, are both yeah. musos, and um... well, I mean, interestingly, um, you know, you, you were saying that you didn't enjoy the David Bowie concert and the sound was awful. Whereas my experience of it when I went as a student and he she came to Worcester where I was studying, uh, it was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it. But of course, it was a much smaller venue, um, yes. so the sound system would have been more. Uh, Better, better for that area, and I, I, I thought it was yeah. fantastic. I have to say, yeah. yeah. But well, it was just vast, you know. And I mean, in those days, the speaker systems just weren't up to it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so if if we um, open the door to the polite knock of the genie, Dave, um, yes. when he yeah. comes in and says, David Hill, what do you want removed from your past <laughs> to, to let your ears not suffer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can't, I can't say that things like the Mrs. Mills incident in Steppenwolf, I'd want removed because they they've given us hours of pleasure, really, to recounting it. Um, I think I'd, I'd quite like, you know, in a in a sort of a, uh, if you like, a mercenary way, I'd I'd quite like the, the genie to, to 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 take away the two records I mentioned that I'd bought and were awful, and and mm -hmm. give me my money back in today's prices because that would be quite a nice little. Little bonus, really. So for yeah. Orleans and and focus free, you can go. Thank you very much. Thanks to the genie, you can take them away.
I think for me, I, I, I would actually like all the hours back that I spent sitting down trying to listen to classical music and thinking I ought to be enjoying this. And yeah. just over for the fact that, you know, I wasn't enjoying it. I didn't really understand it. You know, let's just accept that there's some things in life that you are not going to like. And, uh, you know, just accept it. So please, Jeannie, just give me those hours back. Excellent. Excellent. I could be looking for things I did like instead. Yeah. So um, I think we've covered quite a few uh, areas of, of aural things there, oral, aural. Um, yes. And uh, I think we'll... Uh, it's been a pleasure, Dave. It's as always, and we'll reconvene again um, soon to uh, to go on to another uh, something else that uh, we, we wish we hadn't done, heard, said, whatever. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right.